All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Humble and Hungry Podcast with DaVinci Jordan. Uh, as always, your host, Brandon, joined by the man himself, DaVinci Jordan. Welcome. Welcome back, sir. Hey, thank you. Um, feels good to be here. It's nice outside Minnesota today. We're at Warner Park, um, one of the nicest facilities in the country. Three fields, one indoor 100-yard, 20-yard turf field, and two outdoor 100-yard sand-based fields. So it's a blessing. And, you know, good thing about today is, like, we got one of the top performance coaches that joined our team, uh, KB, here. We do. KB, Kevin Brown. They, someone asked me about a Kevin. I said, I don't know Kevin. Turns out it was you. <laughs> uh, affectionately known by athletes as KB. So, KB, we had to bring you in, one, because we want to hear what you have to say in the performance world. But, two, you brought a friend. Yes. Yeah. Who did you bring on the podcast with you? We brought Keandre Thomas on the podcast with us today. Uh Known Con for a couple of years now. Um, been through his process from when he entered the portal onto his uh, Kansas State transfer move and then uh, helped him through combine prep. And now he's uh, chasing his dream with the Cleveland Browns. Absolutely. So, Keandre, uh, we met you uh, on the game face side rather recently this winter when you came and trained with us. So it's good to uh, see that you're no longer here in Minnesota, that you're, you're with an NFL franchise. How's it, how's it going for you in your first summer camp? Uh, everything's been going good, you know. Uh, just been doing a lot of grinding and a lot of learning. For real. We Can't really it. ask better doing what I get to do, you know, doing what I love for real. That's awesome. And just can confirm you're in Cleveland, right, with the Browns? Yeah. All right. Is that where, you you know, you thought you'd end up, well, like, 10 years ago? Or, I mean, is this kind of still surreal for you right now? No, it's still surreal for me. I feel like football has brought me to a lot of places that I never thought I'd live before in my life. But, you know, it's pretty cool, though. I never really just imagined what team I'd be on. I just figured I'd be on the NFL team, though. No preference for you. But I'm glad to be with the Browns, though. Deventry, that's something we hear so much of these athletes. Yeah. They visualize where they're going to be yep. at the highest level. So I guess from your perspective, what you know from Khan and kind of his journey, where do you want to start? to hear from I his wanna, journey. I want to know, like, take me back. Take me back to Khan. Where did you grow up? Like, w where are you from? Tell me about, did you play any other sports? When did you start taking football serious? Did you always play D-back? Like, give me a little background. So I grew up, I was born and raised in Fort Smith, Arkansas. You know, it's probably the second biggest city in Arkansas, but that's not really saying too much. It's not too big, not too small. <laughs> And I grew up, I played football, basketball, and track. You know, I played football and basketball ever since I was, like, seven. You know, I started running track in, like, middle school. But uh, I started taking football serious around when I was, like, a sophomore in high school. I, like, kind of just stopped doing everything else except for track and just pretty much put all my eggs in the basket for real. Nice. Because so I knew, like, I knew this was going to jump off. I mean, you kept telling me you're a good basketball player. Like, I, I really want to see it, though. <laughs> you know, we played this morning. Next time, I played, we played to get some pro guys this I morning. There, <laughs> next time I come up there, it's up. Like, we can play. Okay. Right, we'll see. Um, so, tell me about, so, you chose to take football serious in high school. Um, did you get a lot of offers? Did you get recruited by a lot of schools? You know, how did you end up making your decision to go to University of Minnesota? Uh, well, my high school wasn't really highly touted uh, for football for real, just because, like, we had a down program all the way up until 
I was a sophomore, basically. Like, we didn't really win too many football games. So I was kind of the one that, you know, kind of put us on the map in uh, high school football-wise. So uh, I think I ended up finishing with, like, 10 offers. You know, I had offers from Mississippi State, uh, Arkansas State, Tulsa, Minnesota, Oklahoma State, and – uh, I know I'm leaving now from school, but I was in high school like five, six years ago. I forgot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so you chose to come to the frozen tundra. Yeah. How was winter like when you got up here, your first winter? Yeah, my first winter was crazy. That was the first time. Because when you can recruit at Arkansas, you know, they tell you, like, it don't get that cold during football season and whatnot. You know, in Arkansas, like, cold winter, you know, it's like 30, 40 degrees. So, you know, as a as a teenager, I'm thinking it can't get too much colder than that. It'll probably be like 20s, 15s, you know what I'm saying? I got up there and start seeing negative 30 and 40, and I'm like, yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are real numbers up here. Um, a lot of times you you only hear about said numbers, but um, it's it's pretty wild. I mean, KB, three-sport athlete. I think we, we're all on the same page with us about – cross training and, and having athletes play multiple sports because it just rounds out their athleticism. I mean, is that something that you're you're used to seeing these top athletes compete in multiple sports through high school? Yeah. Uh especially even when I came out, I think three sport athletes is what colleges used to like to recruit. Guys who can who can compete at all all different levels and be uh uh an elite elite athlete at three different sports. Nice. Um so yeah three sport athlete is who I look forward to or look to as well. A lot of athletes are definitely starting to just dial into one sport. Oh, that's great, um, Keandre. From from your perspective, once I mean, I don't really know much about you know the journey that you've been on. So I guess in in your sense, like you said, you you kind of quit everything else to focus on football as a sophomore. Is that when you knew that football was your goal? It was your main your main focus and dream in life, or did it come a little bit later? No, nah, that's whenever I knew that I was going to be my main focus. And I stopped playing other sports for real because, well, basketball really just because I wanted, at that time, I was like 140, 150 pounds soaking wet. So I just wanted to, like, be able to get into the weight room. And, you know, basketball kind of would have hampered that. So I continue, you know, running track just because that translates well with football, you know, with speed and whatnot. And, yeah, I really just wanted to focus on getting bigger because I was little. I was saying he was like me when I got to high school or was in high school. <laughs> yeah, man. I knew I couldn't be 150 bands trying to play football. So let me ask you this question. Like, who did you look up to as an idol, you know, when you were in high school? Who did you say, hey, I want to be just like this person? Uh, my favorite athletes growing up were Kobe Bryant and LaDainian Thompson. Nice. You know, but... There was just people I like to watch on TV. Like, you know, growing up where I'm from, you know, it's kind of it's 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 a it's kind of poverty stricken. Mm -hmm. So it really wasn't anybody that I know that was doing what I did. Like the last person we had go D1 from my high school was a dude named Cody Burns, and he played with Cam Newton and them on that Auburn team. But like I was young back then, like, you know. I was like the only guy from my city that ever really did anything that you know that I'm doing. So that's that brings up I another. I kind of just, yeah, I kind of just made away from myself. That brings up another question. KB was saying that you just got a key to the city. Tell me about it. Yeah, it was a surprise. Uh, 
I went back home to train and whatnot, you know, to go visit some people. And uh, so on draft day, me and one of my high school teammates that played at the University of Oklahoma, he had got drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, I had signed with the Browns. And, you know, we chilling, celebrating and whatnot. And then uh, the day after the draft, I get a call, like, at 10 o'clock in the morning, and it was the mayor's assistant, you know, and our mayor, Mr. McGill, he's been involved with us athletically since we were like tiny, like growing up in the boys and girls club. You know, he was like uh, he was like one of Trey's coaches and things like that. But, you know, he called us and told us that, you know, this is a pretty big deal since I think in the last year we've had from my tiny town, we've had three kids uh, play at the professional level. Like we had a dude named Isaiah Joe that got drafted to the Philadelphia 76ers. In the second round this past year, you know, me and Trey ended up, you know, getting our chance to play in the NFL. And he just thought that was like something special. So he gave all three of us a key to the city. And nice. I think it was cool just getting, you know, all the support from the people that I grew up with back home. I think it was crazy. It showed a lot of love. Wow. So so getting the key to the city, was it like is it like a big key? Like <laughs> like like is it functional? Like walk me through that. So you could just like go open up any door at any store, like take some Twinkies or something. Nah. Like is it like do you have like nah, a man, national it's, it's, holiday named after you? Like Yeah, yeah, I got a date named after me. Uh it's crazy because <laughs> I actually forgot the date. But how do you forget the date? It's That's your, your day. day. <laughs> it's actually here go the plaque right here. It's just a plaque with a key on it for real. Like, I, yeah, May 11th. You know what I'm saying? It's That's like your second birthday. <laughs> so do you get like to yeah, pick? I mean, nah, what, man, it's just a plaque. Do you get I mean, to pick like what type of food people eat for the whole day or something? Like, <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to discuss that whenever I go back home. <laughs> yeah, everybody going to have to get it. I told everybody, I said whenever May 11th rolls around, we celebrated like it's Christmas, though. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's back up again. So... You decided to – you played at the University of Minnesota for a while. You decided to transfer, right? Yeah. What yeah. made you what, – What? how do I answer, ask you this? What made you say, hey, you know what? I've done all I could do here. Is it – What is it? was it – did you just need a new beginning? Was it just time for a new chapter? Like kind of walk me through that a little bit. I mean, I enjoyed my first four years at the University of Minnesota, but it was just some things I was going through mentally up there that I was just like, yeah, I need a change of scenery. And so, you know, throughout the transfer process, I ended up picking K-State just because those coaches just seemed genuine. And, you know, those are just the people I was most comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And they probably recruited me the hardest, them or West Virginia, while I was uh, getting recruited. That's amazing, man. It's it, it's amazing that at your age that you can understand and realize that sometimes it's just time for change. You know what I mean? Not a, I'm 41 and I'm just now learning that. You know? Yeah. And sometimes like you have to be in a place in your mind to show humility to say, you know what? I just need a new beginning. I need a new chapter. I, I can't worry about where I used to be. I need to focus on where I'm going. You know what I mean? I, I commend yeah. you for that. Yeah, it was hard leaving too, bro, because you make so many bonds up there. Like, you don't really want to leave, but out of the world, it's best to leave, really. So, now, now you go to K State, you come up here, you do uh, combine training with us. Um, walk us through now, take us through you you going to the you going to Cleveland. Walk us through that. So, tell us about the night, you get in a call, 
you deciding to go there, like walk us through that process. Uh, you forgot. Well, I was back home in Arkansas, and you know, I was just watching the draft with with the homies for real. And you know, my agent calling me throughout the time saying that this team wants you, that team wants you, or some teams is calling me saying, you know, just just talking and whatnot. And I actually thought I was going to get picked up by the Jaguars. You know, they called me, my agent called me talking about they're going to draft you and whatnot. That ended up having happening so. Uh, you know, the Browns called me and then, you know, about four or five other teams called me after the draft and, uh, you know, just talking to some people, you know, they say that the, like the Browns, they just, I don't know, they, they just treat their players well. So I ended up coming here and, you know, it's been, everything has been advertised. You know, I feel like I came to a good spot. You know, it was, it was amazing because when you came in, KB was telling me about you. He's like, man, this. He's different. He's different. I remember the first day you came in, I was like, yeah, KB, he's different. He's different. I mean, just your body posture, the way you're built, the way you move. Like, I think you have a very special career in the NFL. I think you're going to really turn a lot of heads, you know? It's definitely what I thought the first day I saw you, wasn't it, Con? Yeah. And I said, boy, you keep grinding. Dreams going to happen Yeah, that's what I kind of like about the NFL, too, because, you know, it's all on me. I feel like, you know, it's all the work that I put in, like, and I'm willing to do it. I've been putting my head down working for, since I started this journey, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't working that different. Yeah. Yeah, So, KB, let's talk about Keandre a little bit in that sense, right? Like, it's, you know, obviously athletes have to be special to achieve at the highest level, I guess. What did you see in Keandre that kind of stood him apart? Because, you know, as athletes and coaches and scouts, whoever listening to this, right? Yeah. Like, you need to be able to stand out as a player. What are some of the things that Keandre did that separated him from the rest of the pack in your eyes? I'll say right away, just the dedication and determination. Like, I felt like even though he was stopping one one journey from being with Minnesota and then making this next move, like, when he first came to me, he didn't know where he was going yet. He was like, I got, I'm in the portal, um, but I need to keep working. So being removed from the team and seeking out help, to be better as far as strength training, being better at movement, speed movement. Um, you know, I, I said, hey, this kid really wants it. He's making a, a decision to to better himself by going to, into the portal. And then, you know, when he made it to Kansas State or decided to go to Kansas State, um, his grind even turned up that much more. He, he knew that, hey, I'm a new body at, at this program. I got to prove and, and show these guys that I belong here. And, uh, and everything he's done is just that. He knew it was going to be a challenge, but he took that challenge on and said, hey, I'm going to grind and do what I can do on my side and, and, and let the chips fall where they may once I get there. And uh, so true testament to his dedication. Like, he wants to be great. Yeah, absolutely. So hard, big, big, big work ethic, mental, mentally stuffed, determ- you know, mentally tough determination. But this kid can move. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It, when I first saw Keandre run in the field house, I think there was blur behind him. <laughs> I mean, is it just that simple that he is unbelievably fast? Yes. He's very athletic. Uh, and, and once again, that's one of the things I saw right away. And I, when I told him, hey, you're going to have a big future, you take care of business in your year. Mm-hmm. Um, but Con, he, he was fast, but I knew we had to correct some things 
speed mechanic wise and say, hey, if we straighten you up, bro, you you you're gonna be you're gonna be really a blazer and, and be able to move. And then Khan was a little tight too in the hips. So like just opening them up, hips, understanding how to uh transition from breaks and, and turning those hips. But everything that was a weakness is definitely a strength at this point. Nice. So Keandre, from your perspective, coming up training with KB and you know, he joined Game Face and Lifetime up here as well. How was it working on those details with these guys heading into which you know essentially the biggest day of your life we all watched the live stream you at k-state doing your pro day and everything like that i guess talk to me how was it working with kb and daventry's team here at game face uh it was cool you know what i'm saying i knew i was gonna get some good work in, but i've been knowing kb for a couple of years now and you know i trusted kb with the whole process just because like I know he knows what he's doing, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have went for him if, if I didn't think so. And, you know, I think it was pretty successful. Like, I think I did pretty good numbers at Pro Day. You know, it's it's a, it's a friendly environment whenever you come out there and work out with KB, you know what I'm saying? Good. My my only my only concern is this hand timing. I don't think we got the right time for you, Keandre, at that Pro Day. Yeah. Me either. I feel like they found me. <laughs> but, nah. I mean, it just depends, man, because, you know, it was on hand time this year, you know, no lasers. So you got 30 different times from 30 different scouts. So, you know what I'm saying? It varies. It just depends on what scout you talk to. So so let me ask you another question. So you, you, you're a family man. You got a family, right? So does yeah. that does, does that fuel your passion also? Yeah, I know I ain't got time for games no more. Like. I got a I got a daughter I gotta provide for. So that makes that makes this even more like it just makes it makes my journey or my passion, like my hunger, you know, stronger. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, love I know it. I can't play around with it. I love it. So let me ask you let me ask you another question. So what advice would you give somebody, right? Somebody that's gonna hear this podcast, they're sitting at home, they're questioning their ability to make it. Right, they're questioning their ability that if they could keep going, they're questioning their ability if they're even good enough. Right, what would you say to them? I mean, I've been through the same thing sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But I just know if you keep putting the work in, everything good, you know, the work itself out, you know, the cream always rises to the top. But yeah, man, just stay determined and stay hungry and remember to refocus your focus. Like, you know, a lot of times I think people lose focus at their goals that they set out for themselves from the beginning. And, you know, that's some things that I struggle with. But sometimes you just got to lock back in and remember what you're doing it for. Nice. Um, KB, coming back to you on this one as well. Coming right here a little bit from your perspective, uh, you know, obviously Kendra has some great things to say about you guys. How do you prepare for an athlete that you're not just working on the basics with someone at this level? Like, how do you prepare to take someone from great to elite? Those are fine margins. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, it, 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 I always tell my athletes I'm a tour guy. Like, I, I can only show you. Um, and then it comes from within how you apply it. Um, so for me, when I go into it, I, I got to understand the athlete, for one. Uh, does he respond to me yelling? Does he respond to me being cool, laid back? Does he really want to be pushed? And then, then we go from there. And if I understand the athlete, then I know – what motivations or what emotional attachments is going to help them get to where they need to be. So if it's, hey, I'm, I'm trying to get to the NFL and you're 
giving me 50% on one rep, that ain't how you get there. Everything has to be 100. So um, for me, it's, it's how do I how do I relate to athletes, and then how do and then from there, how do I motivate? Mm -hmm. um, and if we can motivate and 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 get the athlete to believe in the same process like Kyandra has over the past few years, um, great things can happen. I feel like Kyandra is the the chill laid back guy. <laughs> I can't wait I, to see him hoop. Yeah, when I first met Con, he definitely was uh he still was quiet. Yeah, yes, sir. Didn't say much. Then over time he started opening up and I'm like, yeah, you do got a little more character to you. But uh but yeah, he definitely the more chill, quiet, laid back dude. But he gonna work, he gonna grind. I don't know if that's how you are on the field though. I know you ain't just being quiet when you line up on them receivers. Yeah, man, like, it just depends on how comfortable I get around people. You know, I do more listening than I do talking for you. Have you had Have you had a lot of challenges out there yet? Is the game moving a lot faster for you? And so it's a, it's a transition to the NFL versus college. Does the game move a lot faster? I wouldn't say the actual game moves faster. It's just between between the whistle, like, like – uh, like pre-snap, they, I feel like no college team is ever, cause you know, it's slowed down. It's not like college where it's all like fast tempo, like no huddle and things like that. People are huddling up, you know, you know, it's like a chess game. And then it's just like pre-snap, like all the shifts and motions that happens way faster. Like then in college, like, you know, and then as a rookie, you learning a new defense for, you know, for the first time. So you're trying to get all the motions and checks down and things like that. And then, you know, while you're trying to process everything, ball snaps. So, like, basically, you got to be able to come in there and learn and not, met, uh, not make the same mistake twice, basically. So just being able to process everything faster is kind of kind of a challenge. And then, like, the quarterbacks are better. Yeah, I'd hope so. I just, I just love this con that, like, we're talking about the challenges, and do you see his facial reactions? Yeah, he just chill. He's smiling. He's yeah. relishing this. He's like ready for the next challenge. I think that that's something so great well, to the see. The thing that you've seen a lot of these athletes, I think, as we keep going, they're so used to dealing with adversity, and I think a lot of people don't understand that adversity could be one of two things: it could be fuel to where you need to go, or it could be a setback for where you can't get to. And I think that. You know, Keandre is a perfect person that says, listen, I'm not going to let anything get in my way for where I need to get to, right? I'm going to use it as, as, a, as a motivator, as even more of a reason to get to where I need to go, you know? I think, you know, sports can do that for us, right? Sports can be something where it helps fuse a passion for us to accomplish many things in our lives, to take care of our family, right? To be a leader in our neighborhood, to get the key to the city. Like, you could do so many different things through sports, yeah, no, that's great. Um, so I think, you know, kind of, you know, looking to, to kind of give back, we always want to talk about sports performance in your career, because obviously that's the that's kind of the genre, the niche that we're talking about here. Kendra is is when did you or you know, I guess when did you start doing sports performance training in the, in the sense of speed and agility, movement, strength? Were you lucky enough to have that in high school? Or did that not come till you got to the University of Minnesota? Uh, I didn't have, well, yeah, I started training, uh, with the sports performance trainer. I think, uh, 
my senior year of high school, you know, uh, at U-Train back home in Arkansas. But, you know, before then, I was just doing things with my high school coach, you know, like the basics and, you know, DB work or like speed mechanics and things like that. But it wasn't nothing too crazy until I got up to Minnesota. You know, I, I feel like I knew all the basics pretty well, you know, the things that I needed to know. So then now that you've been able to, you know, I guess go through that through your college career, for athletes that are maybe younger, do you feel like it's an it's an important part of development or do you think it's something that's, you know, essentially football first, performance second? I guess how important do you feel like it is for athletes coming up today? I think it's super important because, you know, you got to be an athlete to play football. I, mean, I think I got better just because, like, you know, whenever you play football, you can't have any wasted movement. So whenever you're out there, you need to do ever you need to do whatever you can to like, you know, every step is like an important step and things like that. You know, it doesn't hurt to train to get faster and more explosive and things like that because you need that. So, I mean, if I could start over, I would have did it at an earlier age. You know what I'm saying? So then KB kicking to you again. So the role of sports performance, even with an athlete getting late in life, but it's like this is it sounds like this is a common theme we're hearing is like, and I love how Condre said, said it, is like, everyone needs to be an athlete. doesn't really matter what sport you are. You got to be explosive and dynamic. And I mean, he's obviously evidence that the training works. Yeah. We should put like his highlight tape out with this, like along with the yeah, Instagram. Yeah, that boy, he can hold the movements <laughs> he can and everything, move. yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, we got you. What about, what are, what are one of the things that, um, Maybe you slept on and didn't think it was that important, or maybe you learned later, like in college or, you know, once you got to Cleveland here, that you think is super important to being a professional athlete or like the journey that you think all younger athletes should be doing. Is there one thing that you're like, that you've added to your daily routine that you find is super important that you also wish you would have done earlier? Taking care of my body. So most definitely because, um, Throughout high school or just like growing up, I never really had any uh, sports injuries for real. So whenever I got to college, you know, I got banged up a couple times, you know, my hamstrings and things like that. And I didn't really know how to take care of my body because I never been through like any type of rehab process or anything like that. So, you know, now I'm in the training room getting my body worked on and I'm not even hurting for real. It's just like body maintenance, like making, preventing anything from happening, you know, controlling the controllables making sure my body's in tip-top condition to go out there and perform every day. Something that we hear a lot about mm -hmm. from you, Adventure, obviously, you guys talk about the prehab in our training yeah. sessions, the recovery afterwards. Yeah. I mean, this is now the second professional athlete that has said body maintenance yep. is the number one thing that I've added to my routine that I wish all young athletes would, would learn about. And I think that's going to be a separator for us here at Game Face is that, you know, meeting athletes where they're at, but having all the tools – to help these athletes become even more elite. Recovery days, the Normatex, the guns, cold tubs, you know, everything underneath one roof where they just have to show up. All you have to do is show up and we take care of everything else. So is that why we have a bunch of track hurdles in the field house, KB? Yep, hip mobility, hip mobility, hip mobility. <laughs> Con knows. We've been working on them hips for a long time and they flew it now. Yeah, so. I didn't have my hip right now. Yeah. <laughs> So hip mobility, range of motion, just uh, that's one of the big things I love doing is is opening athletes up. We get 
we get the weight room. The weight room creates too much power and mm -hmm. tension in the body. Um, and for it to translate to the football field, you got to be able to move that body yeah. to full range. Um, and then also football, you get bent up and tackled and turned different ways. So if your body's yeah. not mobile enough, that's exactly how you start tearing things and like that. So uh, mobility and some of the prehab stuff that we do, like the mini bands, which also help with mobility, strengthening yep. hips and flexibility, um, definitely is is probably one of my my top things that I like to do. Because ultimately, as sports performance coaches, our goal is to make more injury resisted athletes, and these are the the techniques and drills that we do to to make that happen. And I'm gonna chime in on that too a little bit too, and that's why we pride ourselves here. Is that KB had a really good point? These guys generate so much power into the weight room that I think we're really good at teaching these guys how to translate that power on the field. You know, working on dry face, stride length. Um, and you see guys like Keandre and his breaks, right? These guys are good with breaking them down, starting back over again, saying, hey, let's get the little details right. We know you can move, but let me show you how to move more efficient. You know, um, these guys do a wonderful job at that. No. Uh, Keandre, is obviously that a big focus for you guys at, at the Cleveland organization as well? I mean, it's probably nice. You get to spend all day working on it. You don't have any class or distractions like that. Yeah, I got a lot of free time after after the days of it. You know, it's like early mornings. But getting that playbook. Yeah, that's all I pretty much spend my time doing is taking care of my body in the playbook, you know, finding ways to get better. You know, we're excited for you guys, uh, for you to come back up here and see just the things that we've just done to this facility so far. Um, it's going to look totally different when you come back up here. Yeah, I might come back up there around like the 4th or something like that. I'm going to try to at least. Hey, we'll be here. You know that. We'll, we'll always be here for you. Is there um is there one specific thing when it comes to body maintenance that you do um, that we can just really hone in on? Would it be maybe foam rolling, uh, a hypervolt, you know, percussion gun, Normatec sleeves? I, I don't know. Is there one thing that is just like a part of your routine now? Every day, you know, I use the lacrosse ball and I foam roll and stretch. And then uh, on the days that I'm at the facility, you know, I'll get stretched out even more and use like the little Theragun or whatever it's called. I, forget, I don't know the name of it. That's just something I do every day just to make sure that I'm loose and ready to go for the day. And you do all that before you start training? Mm-hmm. Prehab. Before practice and all that. Gotcha. I love it. Well, look, I'm we're literally putting lists out when the athletes give recommendations of kind of, you know, quick tips for everything to do. But uh, uh, really appreciate that. I mean, it's DaVinci, anything else we missed that you want to kind of circle back to no, while man. we got Kendra? No, man. I, we're proud of you here, man. We're proud of your grind and everything you're doing. And, you know, you have our 100% support. Anything you need from us, um, let us know, man. You're, you're We consider you extended family. So while you're out there, you're not yeah. alone. If you need to talk, call us. If you need something, ship. Call us. You know, whatever we could do to help you out, um, let us know. You know that kind. All right, I got you. Appreciate it. You know and bring kind. them basketball shoes back. up here. Bring them basketball shoes. Back. Yeah, and bring them shoes. I got you, bro. I'm going to dunk on you. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> got, hey, got he's been, he been feeling himself a little yeah, bit. I might, have to keep you on my, I might have to have you on my team so I can see it and, and get excited with you. You dunk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, hey, everyone out there, uh, go check out Khan. Link's in the description. Uh, give him some support and love. If you've got questions for him about his journey, I'm sure he, he'll he be happy to chime in. But, uh, look, Keandre, we're, we're honestly just so excited to, A, get to talk to you. It's been a while. We haven't seen you since you grew up and got all famous on us. So thanks for making the time to jump on the Man. podcast. Yeah, 
Yeah. We can't look. We look forward to coming to a game this year. I already just let me know. And I'm gonna hold the key. Let me hold the key when I come you know to the I'm game. Coming. I think. Well, I think. I think we come play Minnesota. I forgot what day, but I think we come play the Vikings. I, I definitely need a ticket. Indiana. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have on your jersey with, and I'm gonna hold up the plaque. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know if I give you the plaque. I'm, I'm gonna give it back to you. I'm gonna give it back. You gotta keep that close. I see you got it with you mm-hmm. in the hotel room, so I know you. Uh, I know it's sacred to you. <laughs> yeah, man. I love it. Again, Kendra, best of luck. Uh, uh, you, you're part of the Game Face family. Anything you know you need, we got you. But hey, uh, keep on grinding for all of you out there listening. If uh, you enjoyed it, go ahead and share this episode out with someone who uh, is an aspiring DB. Kendra is the man for that. But anyways, that's going to wrap us up. Subscribe, as always, and leave a review. We'll come at you next time.